0: Hello and welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and I have a very special guest with me tonight, uh, someone who I've been very excited to talk to because it's just like home run after home run. She's up to bat every, seemingly every day and just knocking it out of the park. The hits don't stop coming with this one. It's Persian. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I am great. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. No, um... I mean it.
0: I mean it because it was, it was to this point, and I've said this before on the show, and I am earnest when I say this because I, I understand how some of the like scheduling works. I understand how it's that I'm only so impressed because I can I can see with my mind's eye the work that is going on behind the scenes and like the conversations that are happening. Uh, but with every announcement uh, that you've had for EXO Academy, it's like, damn, you've it's it's everybody, everyone's involved, and it's it's ridiculous. Hit after hit. Day after day, There's it's like something new. What What's the big announcement tomorrow? I'm sure there's something.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there is actually. A, oh, okay. Which Great, is yeah. funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you actually, know, I had an awesome meeting earlier today, so now I get to, you know, I share some exciting stuff tomorrow. And, you know, I'm always looking forward to the future. I mean, you know, I learned a really powerful quote from a really good friend that uh, that is... um. A closed mouth never gets fed, right? So now, you know, I just ask. Like, no matter how crazy it seems, mm-hmm. no matter how out of reach it seems, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. The worst they could say is no, and then you know, you move on from there. So, I feel like it's just been working out so well this year that you know there hasn't been that many no's. I guess. Yeah. So the everyone's FGC really on Is board. just
0: <laughs> yes, ending everything that Exo Academy has going on. It's just like, of course, yes, that is great advice. Uh, actually, and we can we can get to this in a minute. Maybe you can you can sit on this for a while. But if you wanted to make that announcement here as well and tell me what timestamp to like what time to release the show, <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's after whatever time you make it, then we're a okay on that one. But let's uh, but let's rewind it for a little bit because maybe I'm being presumptuous uh, with people who are listening to the show. Maybe they don't know who you are. Yeah. That seems irresponsible of someone. Uh, maybe they don't know what EXO Academy is. So so what's right. going on? What even is Hugs and Kisses Academy?
1: <laughs> oh man. So EXO Academy is my brainchild pretty much. Back in 2014, I wanted to do something very similar to this, but not this exactly. And, you know, I did kind of piggyback off of that old idea this year because I was presented with you know, new and great opportunities to help get this off the ground. So I revamped it, you know, for modern day FGC. I revamped it in a different perspective because in 2014, you know, the person I was in 2014 is definitely not the person I am today. And everything I've experienced over the last few years, I feel like has what, you know, helped make the academy so good because I am looking at it in a much different light than I did before. So the Academy itself, it's a four-week intensive training program in which I go through my hefty list of applicants. And I find dedicated female fighting game players and you know, players with a good flexibility for those four weeks. And then at the end of the four weeks, we send them to a major event. So each wave, quote unquote, is what they're titled, leads up to a major event. So we officially have three waves that are guaranteed to happen. So wave one just started February 18th, and we have Romanova and Pichon for Street Fighter and Dragon Ball Z, and they're going to be going to final round. And then wave two is Space Cake and SVL for Street Fighter and second, and they're going to be going to Combo Breaker. And then we have CEO. In which I have not announced. I have to say that's
0: those. those names <laughs> is aren't, in wave aren't three yet. yet. Perhaps tomorrow. Um,
1: maybe we'll see you know <laughs> i say maybe to be all like you know mysterious but i actually just remembered right now that that was also a thing i had waiting to and was separate from the other <laughs> announcement i was talking about but um yeah i'm really excited for wave three also but you know i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep the uh the anticipation growing for that but um more announcements definitely coming soon but wave three is going to ceo so that's what i can't say Word. I'm down with that. Um, and yeah, so
0: I think that a an important angle to this is not just that these players are getting training through the games themselves by various skilled mm-hmm. players that like match up in line with like the characters that they play uh, and match up with them schedule wise, all that good stuff. Uh, but it's also like social media training and. Like how to carry yourself and market yourself training, like marketing training, mm-hmm. like all of this stuff. Just like physical therapy, all that, like that stuff too. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there. There are so many wheels turning that it, it <laughs> gives me. It. I'm looking at the schedule right now and it's giving me anxiety. Like I, <laughs> my shoulders. I don't like. There's me two, too. <laughs> my shoulders are are rising just thinking about this. So like, tell, like what was what was the whole impetus for that what gave you that idea of bringing it in and just saying no let's just cash in on all these these great things that people in the fgc are doing and make it all one great thing wave after wave month after month the hits don't stop coming
1: yeah i mean i think the important thing for me was that i kind of built this in the image of what I wish I had when I came into the community. Um, I did get a lot of these aspects over time, but kind of a workshop or a crash course like this is something I feel like is really helpful and really useful. Um, And not only just for people who are just starting out, but for people who are fundamentally sound and they do have a fighting mentality, but they're hitting a plateau that, you know, only certain things can help you ascend from that Point of view on your own is how I feel. And, um, you know, of course there are resources out there YouTube and videos and just watching footage and, you know, trying to travel where you can, but not everyone has the resources to do that. So it was kind of like if I could make an ideal program that I would like, that I wouldn't have to pay anything for, what would it be? And that's pretty much what I created because, you know, we're not charging any of these girls. Like, we're, the only thing we're charging them is their time because it is intensive. You know, we require them to stream mm-hmm. three times a week, minimum two hours. That's not including their gameplay sessions they have once uh, once a week, not including their special skills sessions, not including their um, required offline event experience, weekly experience also. And, um, you know, just all these things, kind of sticking them to a schedule and and making it easy for them to follow shows them how easy it is to apply to their day-to-day life because, mm-hmm. you know, I did put in the schedule. They don't only have to stream three days a week, but these girls are already like, well, I'm going to stream every day. Why not? You know, they're already in the groove. They're already feeling motivated because they're already unlocking things day one that they want to apply. And... Every single fighting game player feels that same feeling. Every time you level up, every time you learn something new and you apply it to your game plan, what do you do? You keep playing because it's hype and you're like, Yes, I'm getting better and you can feel it and then, you know, that's what I want them to do and and I don't put the bug in their ear, Hey, you know, you're probably gonna wanna stream every day now. No, I let them do their thing. I give them the resources I can give them and let them make the most out of it. So I feel like, you know, both of them, they just finished their first day each, Monday and Tuesday. And they killed it. You know, they knocked it out of the park. They had a great time, mm-hmm. and you know, as expected, there are going to be a few things switched around in the schedule. You know, Philly is going through all this crazy weather stuff, so yeah. you know, Peachon snuck in a local session yesterday instead of the one she planned on planned on going to today because she wasn't sure about the weather. But you know, she still made an effort to make sure she's still getting that required training in, which is great. So. I feel like they're just doing an amazing job we're getting such great footage and clips too and things that i want other people to see not just women but some of the clips i posted up from Pichon sessions yesterday is you know her landing this combo she just learned a half an hour before during her training session with dominion yeah. she lands the combo in their you know first to 10 assessment test and she was like so happy and proud of herself and excited and you could just hear it in her voice and you know, that's why I am doing this. You know, th- that's what I want, you know, to give to them that satisfaction of them putting in this time and effort and seeing those results. And this is only day one. So it's really,
0: really good moment from that, from that session. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. like she's happy and like Dominion stoked about it. He's like, yeah, right? that was sick. he's like, yeah, sick. Like <laughs> <This is great." laughs> um, He's
1: like, I'm proud of you too, because it is a big deal, you know? Yeah. And it like,
0: yeah, it it is something <laughs> that it just like it oozes this positivity in mm-hmm. this like in this time where like things I don't know it's really easy to be sad like I'm yeah. I'm in a downer and a bummer of of a mood I got, I got holes in my roof I I have no time <laughs> to be happy in 2019 but I see this stuff and I go oh this is joyous every everything about this is just like because the other thing about it that I've noticed is that everyone that you've brought on is someone who I've made a note of who's in the community doing like doing work for no other reason than to, I need to do this work because this is like good for the community. uh, This Mm -hmm. is good for me. And I want to do this. Like basically every name that you pulled here is like people who I've like recognized as like, yes, they give so much of a fuck. Everyone here gives so much of a fuck. It's great. Uh, do you want to maybe? I don't know, the list is so long at this point, but do you maybe want to give a plug to everyone involved? Yeah,
1: definitely. Like, okay. without the special skills team, I feel like this academy would make an impact but it wouldn't have made as much of an impact and that definitely has to do with who they are and they're so respect well respected in their fields and i'm also you know very good friends with all these people too and they're just genuinely great people who have great intentions and you know together we're stronger and they're all on that same page and i feel like that's important i thrive on that family feel and that family you know vibe which is another reason why i do you know, hold the FGZ very close to my heart because I've been to plenty of of events where, you know, I see one person once a year, but the second we see each other, we're still family, you know? So I want to have every person that's involved with EXO Academy to feel that same way, like, that we're a family and we are always looking out for each other's best interests and especially for our players, too. So, you know, James Chin, you know, handling our commentary. Um, Well, I guess I should take a step back, right? Our special skills, we have... One special skills meeting per week for the four weeks. So we have three mandatory. Every player will take these courses, which is physical training. They get two sessions. They get a you know an assessment session with Kate. She asks them you know about their day to day, gets more information for them, and then she follows up with them. You know, at the end of the week, and then gives them a routine to use and tips and techniques to use. So then Yeah, that is something that is
0: so often overlooked and yet Mm -hmm. is so important. Which is kind of another sidetrack that I don't know if this I don't know if this was intentional or not, but the two players that you chose, P Chan and Romanova, are both like
1: Yeah, they're fit people. Extremely fit
0: like (laughs) hashtag fit FGC, uh Actually, Romanova was on yeah. the show, God fucking months ago, uh, episode forty-five, where she pitches the whole Fit FGC thing. Uh, we had a good conversation about uh, eating right and just staying mm-hmm. fit in general. Uh, but to that degree, and then also like stretching is important. Doing like wrist stretches is important. Mm-hmm. And all of this like physical therapy stuff is, you know, you have to take care of yourself, folks.
1: Yeah, and when you're le- when you're learning new games or. You know, you're just playing games you never played before. Like for me personally, I started out in first-person shooters. So when I first started learning fighting games, and I first started using arcade stick, my left arm—I have never used my left arm that much. My left arm was on fire for like two days the first time I ever played on arcade stick, and like really bad. I couldn't sleep. Like I thought I pulled something, but it was just because I had not used my left arm that strenuously in anything. And then I spent six hours learning DP FADC Ultra with Ryu in Street Fighter 4, you know, so it's like all of this, you mind you one of my first things ever learning in fighting games, so that's the type of training I had when I stepped in, but, you know, Definitely. I take that into consideration, and I, I don't want anybody else to go through that, you know, mm-hmm. because some people might go through that, and they'll be like, man, this is going to happen every time I play, I don't want to play yeah, not, my pinky's flaring
0: really up. What's this about? <laughs> I don't. I have never used my pinky in my life. Why do I have it even?
1: <laughs> Seriously, i never used my pinky so much until the first time I played Guitar Hero, and I was like, I don't ever want to use my <laughs> pinky again. This is horrible.
0: That was. I was going to bring up like usually in like when you see people learn an actual guitar for their first time, but then Guitar Hero. That's not that far off. That's not. That, that's not that. <laughs> that different.
1: orange key is really far. It's, my re- hands it's are real far small. out there,
0: fam. <laughs> it's. It is. It is a mile away in terms of how, uh no uh anyone who's watched someone learn a guitar knows that like that that pinky uh that gets real strong uh but also what the fuck do we need pinkies for let's just evolve as the human race we don't need it anymore come on get real um but anyway uh so there's that element of it uh there's right, also physical
1: training what else you got and and then um Then we have marketing and branding. That's also required. That's with uh, Mama Dow. She's like the perfect person for this um, because I feel like she understands very well. Mama Dow, who's that? (laughs) Mama Dow, only like the greatest person in our community. I'm just tossing you a softball. Enough enough respect and attention. Sorry, I have to go off for my girl. You know, but anyways, um, yeah, you know. So Mama Dow, she's holding that down. I feel like she has like the perfect understanding of. You know, how we should be marketing and branding ourselves in 2019 in eSports, you know. So that's great. And she's always like a mother figure to everyone. So it's just a perfect fit. And then, you know, that's not even to touch on the fact that, you know, she created Combo Queens and, you know, helped that initiative grow into something really amazing. So I really love that she's on board. She's also holding it down for players interested in tournament organizing. But I'll get to that. Um, The third required special skills is media training because anyone can just open their twitter right now and oh see why how like almost every person on your timeline probably needs some media shaming, but um you know Ooh. i think it's really important For people to know and protect themselves, like I say it all the time, I'm I don't look at media training as a way for you to censor yourself. I just use it as a way to protect yourself. You know, it's way too easy to get your words twisted, Mm -hmm. and it's just unnecessary headache and unnecessary time wasted when you could just avoid it altogether. And media training is great for that. Um, So those are like the required ones, and then during the application process, I ask each player what. Their interests are outside of competing, and a lot of them are like cosplay, or commentary, or tournament organizing, content creation. So I pulled coaches for their elective. So you got three required special skills and like an elective special skills. So, you know, if they want to learn more about commentary, we match them up with James Chen. He helps them go over his stuff. Um, James Chen will be meeting with Romanova this wave, so I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, and then we have. Corey Gaming holding it down for the content creation, which was huge for me personally. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of all of his content and when i sent the tweet i definitely sent it not even expecting him to like know who i was or like be interested or you know sometimes people get a lot of messages and they might not even see the message you know so i just threw it out there hoping for the best and like he was so nice and so on board and he doesn't even live in this country so (laughs) now like he's still on board with (laughs) scheduling and making it work within his schedule on the other side of the world like it's so cool. So he's gonna be meeting with Peach on this wave because she's interested in, in doing more content creation, and then of course we have the amazing Vampy bit me for cosplay, and um, like I mentioned earlier, Mama Dow for tournament organizing, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's like our special skills team right there, which is awesome. Like I love them all so much, and I feel like they really add a lot of, you know, really, credibility to really, the program it really is and an excitement. Academy. So. Yeah. It really
0: is an academy. It even has electives. How many credits do you <laughs> need to pass the academy?
1: You just need to meet every meeting and stream <laughs> when you need stream and stuff like that. You know.
0: Well, another great thing that I think is part of this, that in my opinion, I think a lot more people should probably get involved. with. don't, hey folks, don't let me tell you what to do. I'm a very, I'm not necessarily the best role model. <laughs> Uh, but here's something that I think that I could recommend everybody, and we can all agree with this, uh, is that you go to the Patreon and you say, hey, here's like a little bit of money, if you're able to, uh, because then you get to like watch all this stuff as it happens. It It is for the people to see. This isn't just like I'm in my my academy off and alone. It's not a private academy. This is a public academy. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: And honestly, like. If I could, I wouldn't be putting any of this content behind a paywall. Like, Under, 100%. Like, completely
0: understandable.
1: But, you know, <laughs> actually, I'm going to bring up a funny a funny little point after this. But, you know, this is FGC. We're all struggling. <laughs> so, when some opportunity comes along, comes along. But this is really the only way to turn it into something really sustainable. And it's unfortunate, but I think it helps. And I feel like it does make it more of a community effort, when it is like this and you know I am looking to the future perhaps you know after wave one is complete then we release the content week by week on our YouTube for free you know what I mean so it's like if you pay in advance you get access in advance for probably two months before anybody else can watch it publicly and stuff like that because you know this is some quality stuff and it sucks I have to put it behind a paywall because I know not everyone can you know put money towards something you know, in these times, like, it's rough out there it's right out now, there, you know? Man. It is. So, it's and I not, totally understand no, no. that. Like, I feel everyone right now in that, t- like, sense. So, you know, even a retweet, even a share, that is, like, just as meaningful as you putting a dollar towards the cause, so.
0: Yeah, just to, yeah. to gain awareness of it, because for as much work is going on here, for as many wheels that are spinning, I really haven't seen a whole lot of mention of of this, in the in the main FGC media outlets that there mm-hmm. are, uh, but that's kind of another. Honestly, that's a whole other <laughs> conversation of like how yeah. FGC media outlets are doing in 2019. Not good.
1: Not good. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the sad
0: answer to that.
1: Um, <laughs> unfortunately, but you know that's why people need to step up in the community. You know what I mean? Like we can't get complacent with what is already established when right. we can do so much better
0: yeah that i this is a message that i continue to shout from the mountains anytime i can is to uh, support good works when you can if you are able to uh mm-hmm. be that uh directly through like financially supporting them like i know that there's a lot of people there's there's people who do solo work on your schedule who have their own patreons uh that are totally worth supporting again Mm -hmm. if you're able to uh but even aside from that like uh, retweeting liking something all that stuff has has value there's an intrinsic Mm -hmm. value to it putting it in front of someone else's eyes is
1: like so much more value than a lot of people think you know some people are like okay yeah i get it there's value i'm sharing it people on my timeline will see it but you also got to see it from business point of view, too, because I do go to my Twitter analytics and I pull these numbers and I put them in Dex and I send them to sponsors and I get to say, hey, mm-hmm. guess what? I launched this Twitter account three months ago and we already have almost 1,300 followers. We have, you know, 650,000 interactions within three weeks. Let's make something happen. You see how much better that looks all because you guys took the time out of your day to retweet.
0: I love it. I love it because that's something that so many people don't think about is that like engagement it can fucking turn into money like <laughs> for people. Like yeah. not it, it, it is so it like, I get it. It's hard it can to see turn that. Into opportunities. And, I guess would like, be a better word. And me, who's just someone who's like, well, give me the content. I want to eat it, put the content in front of me. and I don't want to throw it away when I'm <laughs> done using it. Like, sure. I don't see that line. I, I don't have to give a fuck about any of that stuff. But like the, the relationship is there. Uh, and that having that and kind of engagement, having those kind of numbers helps you uh, go after potential sponsorships. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm not trying to, to flee something out of you and say, hey, maybe you've got a a fight stick brand on board with Exo Academy. But I wouldn't be surprised if you did.
1: Like my whole deal is I want to give these girls everything that they can and everything that they need mm. to be professional players, because that's what they're hungry for that's what they're thriving for and I feel like there are a lot of factors that play into getting someone to that level you know confidence them being you know, confident in their gameplay, confidence in terms of maybe even merchandise, give them exclusive jersey, you know, exclusive bags stuff like that, get them feeling good. You know, mm-hmm. you look at you feel good, you play good, you perform good, you know, confidence, consistency. Like these are all things they're gonna be doing every single day for the next four weeks, right? right. They say it takes 21 days To make or break a habit well you know we're giving them a couple extra you know an extra week for that but after this they're going to be so accustomed to doing this that they are going to be able to consistently do this without exo academy and then they'll also be able to go beyond and you know share their knowledge now with everybody else so Mm -hmm. it's a seed it's a platform you know it's a it's a jumping pad that's how i picture it you know i don't expect them to join exo academy and then five years later still you know give all the credit exo academy you know i want them to go and do their thing and go inspire more women to do what they're doing
0: right you want them to then come back to you and say i will coach someone
1: exactly on
0: these things that i've learned after having launched a fighting game community career from mm-hmm. from exo academy that's the exactly. that's the goal i love it i'm in line and with that. even
1: and even with Combo Queens, you know, Combo Queens, they have their sessions and they're mm-hmm. even starting to add coaching into some of those sessions. And I'm looking forward to, you know, once women start completing these waves, they become official coaches for Combo Queens meetups. You know, it's all yeah. like a cycle and we're all like giving back to each other. So that makes sense. I'm looking to me. forward to it
0: because Combo Queens has done fucking phenomenal work in the past mm-hmm. like two years specifically. It's been it's been really good for them. I want to say, but, uh, but anyway, uh, anything else, uh, that you want to hit on, uh, with XO Academy? I know we've spent the last like half hour plugging this and I could, (laughs) and I could talk Um, about it for another half hour because listen, I'm, uh, this aligns with (laughs) like everything that I truly believe in. I'm, I'm super for this. You're enabling people to do greater things. And to like, to me, I don't know if you saw that tweet from Rick, uh, the other day, of what is the fgc to you and to me Mm -hmm. ideally ideally this is this is it to me is that like knowledge being passed from player not just within the game themselves because like yes knowledge through the fighting game is is something that happens just intrinsically because it's what we're playing Mm -hmm. but you learn so many more life lessons from that i'm a totally different person because of my involvement within the community but i'm for it any other news
1: Um, I guess the only other big things I can see is that our shirts are still available at (laughs) nexthitwins.com. Oh,
0: yeah. I saw today Um, that uh, that's a whole other thing is that, uh, I mean, speaking of like engagement and talking to people and just getting your foot in the door, uh, you contacted, um, uh, who was it? um,
1: Next Hit Wins. Next Hit
0: Wins uh, for... I guess they're doing all of the. Are they doing all of the? How's the, so? How much of this do you want to talk about, like? So the, next hit wins is awesome.
1: Here? Um, like about the sh- like how the shirts came about, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm so kind of
0: curious wins. about the the mechanics of of what happened here.
1: Yeah. So next hit wins. I've been working with them for like the past year, or so they released my Scrubby versus Mashy t shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another just like little fun idea I had and. They made it happen, they turned into a shirt and you know, we sold a few and, you know, maybe more will come of that little duo, scrubby and mashy. But um then, you know, it only made sense to ask them if they would be interested in doing the XO shirts. You know, I already had the logo and everything. I did a very, very small um like six t-shirt batch run online just so i could have a few in time for like interviews and giving to the players and stuff like that um but then next hit wins you know they were like yeah we could do this and they had a better distributor you know the t-shirts that i have that i bought on small batch are not as good a quality as the ones that next hit wins has so everyone's gonna get the really really good ones so i'm excited about that they got the hookup (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they were super excited and, you know, automatically they were like, we want proceeds from these shirts to go to the program, you know, and from working with them with my previous shirt, you know, we definitely did breakdowns and stuff like that when people would purchase, but they were just all on board with helping the Academy as much as possible. And, you know, they never once, you know, acted greedy about it or anything you know they they just had the best interest for the academy in mind and Hmm. we almost pre-ordered we almost had 50 pre-orders like that is insane i think 48 was the final count 50 pre-orders and it's insane to me because
0: it was only it was what like two weeks time it It wasn't even a month was it yeah
1: it was like three weeks i think of the actual pre-order it's still for sale on the website Mm -hmm. but it was on sale it was like five dollars cheaper during pre-order time um and it was but yeah it's insane
0: it was so easy so easy
1: and you get free stuff you get free sticker you get a free persia cat commentator charm (laughs) we were just like take everything and just support us and i feel like that's what everybody did and it's awesome i got got a box
0: full of pins and stickers back here guess what's going (laughs) in your package
1: (laughs) yes exactly
0: (laughs) no i love it it's great and it's a cool design too i like the the baseball tee look it's a it's a good look I got a couple. I'm a
1: sucker for a raglan tee.
0: Yeah, honestly. I mean, it's, I get it, but then I know it's, this is one of those things where I know immediately Leah will steal it. It's like, you know, whenever you get clothing that, maybe you can't relate to this, but uh, (laughs) I know that I have to, I have to offer some percentage of my clothing as tithe to my wife. Uh, It will just become hers. This seems like something (laughs) that will just become hers uh i got a hoodie the other day that's just like well oh yeah i wore it For once and piece. then she touched it and went oh yeah i know i know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh yeah this doesn't this no longer belongs to me <laughs> <laughs> this is mine yep. and is my size but no longer um nope. one more I, I do have to share a story because this happened so recently uh sorry for interjecting with this stealing coat story, but she actually stole my winter (laughs) coat, which is like a very weird thing to steal, like a a men's winter coat. Uh, And she wore it to work. And when she returned it, uh, when I put it on the next day, uh, there was two rolls of Brick's poop, that Brick is my dog, Brick's poop bags and one in either pocket. There was a receipt from Dunkin' Donuts and a bag of peanut M&Ms in the pocket. (laughs) Which is like a bonus for me, I guess. I don't know what she's doing in her free time, but if she's going to steal it and M&Ms are going to appear, I can be down for that.
1: See, the real reason men get their clothing stolen is because they give you guys more pockets.
0: True. That is actually like 100% true. Ladies' <laughs> pants pockets, they might as well not exist. Exactly.
1: Honestly. It's horrible. Uh,
0: how d- dresses with pockets, though, that's like.
1: Ooh, that's top tier. That's S tier. I
0: think we can all agree. That is like S <laughs> tier dress. has
1: Sometimes <laughs> I've bought the dress just because it had pockets. Like, I might not have been a huge fan of print, but I was like, this dress has pockets, though.
0: Yeah, but then you're like, you, you try it on and you slide your hands along the edge, and then your thumb catches on something. And you go, oh, oh, yes, this dress. Because you didn't know that it had pockets before, <laughs> and now you do.
1: Oh, yeah. That's always uh, a great discovery. That's almost equivalent to finding money in your pocket.
0: I've, it's just funny. I've like <laughs> been in that situation with Leah, where like she's trying something on, and then I just hear from the, from the the dressing room, it has gasp. pockets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So great. Yeah,
0: she's the best. Anyway, enough about that, uh, and personal relationship stuff. Enough about that. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk to you about, XO Academy, and it's that, hey, that Wave One intro video, hey, that song <laughs> is a banger. It fucking slaps, dude. That is yeah, one hell I of mean, an intro video.
1: Thank you. Everyone loves that video. I had a lot of fun making it. It's real um, good. I am a self-taught Photoshop and like video editor, because mm. I just have you know youtube and google on my side so you know i just like try to you know bum off of free resources online and mm-hmm. you know to kind of turn it into my own and everyone really enjoyed it the music like you know when you do stuff like this you have to get like royalty free stuff so all that's royalty free is, yeah all of it's like royalty i thought for free sure music. you fucking
0: stole that shit damn that's a <laughs> no. banger wait a minute that's for, that's for free <laughs> Yo, i yep. Damn, I gotta link up with that Spotify I mean, Spotify it took account. me like damn.
1: looking through maybe twenty to twenty-five pages of royalty-free music yeah, to find one that thing. fit. But it's it's worth it. Everyone liked it, you know. It took me like nine hours for fifty-two <laughs> seconds, but everybody <laughs> loves it and, it, and you know, it made everyone really excited. So it's worth it.
0: Dude, you're blowing my fucking mind. Royalty free. I gotta ask, like, how many (laughs) bad songs do you have to pour over to go, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, this is And some of
1: them are, like, titled the same exact thing as, like, something else, and you just have to listen to it and figure it out.
0: (laughs) Oh, the world of royalty free stuff is a goddamn mess. Uh, But no, that's awesome. I feel like you mentioned something there that I feel like is very true of of much of the FGC and it's something that I think is, I don't know. Do we learn these skills out of like a necessity? Is it a survival instinct where we don't know something we're driven to solve the problem of, I don't have this knowledge. I don't know how to punish this thing. I'll spend some time learning how to punish it. I don't Mm -hmm. know how to make videos. Let me spend some time making videos like earlier. This will sound, (laughs) this will sound very strange and I'm not like, I'm not going to talk about it openly yet as to why I was thinking about this, but (laughs) in my mind today, I had the thought, I need to learn how to make a in-browser online, like quote unquote video game. I need to learn how to make one i saw and <laughs> i know, this is i know this is hella cryptic and maybe i'll tell you afterwards because i'm not sure i'm gonna commit to it but i, <laughs> I had a thought today yeah, of me there. saying i need to make a video game <laughs> so hey, for that's something that's not that a is bad FTC, thought no it's not i mean look at high fight right I mean, that guy made a video game i love high
1: fight he is awesome
0: yeah, he's the fucking talking about people who uh, people should support that dude. At least yeah. download footsies. He gets money for that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> in some way. Uh, but anyway, uh, something I wanted to ask you then somewhat tangential to XO Academy uh, because it just so happens to line up with the next month or so for whatever mm-hmm. fucking reason. Uh, SFL USA.
1: Yeah, This is something that popped
0: up up in in everyone's timeline. Uh, Maybe not everyone's timeline because it's, I don't know if it's been really pushed as hard as, I don't know if there's like a lot of push behind it or a lot of marketing uh, put behind it. I don't know if like what the budget looks like at all. Uh, But SFL, specifically USA, because I see a lot of people say North America region, but it is not North America region. This is... Strictly the US of a right? But also to that end, not continental U.S.A. It also includes Hawaii and Alaska. So good luck, uh, <laughs> good luck to the West Coast uh, in in your connections. Uh, good luck with that for whatever reason. Anyway, so today, in fact, this is a this is a or was it last night? I don't know how time works. Uh, but the record, this is the 20th of February. This was either today or yesterday. Uh, more information came out because earlier they said we have a 3v3. Uh, there's going to be character bans. And the FGC went, it's a fucking Tuesday. What the fuck? Uh, and then <laughs> uh, then after that, they said, along with that announcement, that it will be one player from the CPT ranking. So they'll have that. One player from online tournaments, and then one player from being voted in, which no information has been released on, on that yet. I'm excited about that.
1: As captains,
0: right? Uh, captains or are the ones who were the CPT right. uh, in ranking. They're the captains. There's going to be a draft once, I guess, once these online tournaments are done. <laughs> and we're going to hear something about voting eventually. Uh, but again, that's the thing. All of the la- Here's the thing. All of the language is very vague. In specific instances, where it's like, "Hey, uh, hey, Capcom," in in this uh, <laughs> in this thing where it says winners of online tournament will be part of team, they'll get. Uh, I think the wording is like they'll be asked to. They'll get they'll invited. invited. They'll be invited to. And I had to ask the question: Does that mean they'll be flown out to the event? Like
1: yeah that's Question the thing my- i think it's purposely vague
0: it's purposely so that well, they
1: can't be held. okay i'm going say from experience <laughs> with planning curly finale yeah. a couple of years ago um you know we tried to make it work to where you know the top eight qualifying on points from the whole season were flown out right you know for free and then you know the rest of the top 32 were invited but there was definitely a very, very clear difference between the two. Right. And, you know, so that's how I know, like, they're, it seems like they're being purposely vague right now until they hammer everything out, but they want to get something out there because look at the dates.
0: Yeah. Look at these dates. Yeah. <laughs> that, my, my gut says absolutely they have to. Like, there has to be some kind of putting people up because it, that's just what my gut tells me.
1: And there's, like, such a strenuous approval process on yeah, Capcom's and, side that uh, yeah, this there is, is Capcom no USA. Easy way to plan something. <laughs> this yeah. is
0: Capcom USA trying to get information out from, like, Capcom proper. And, like, mm-hmm. historically, like, even with my experience, like, every, every single human that I've known who has interacted or worked for Capcom US has just been through the fucking meat grinder of... <laughs> Yeah it we talked to them like it used to be They only talk to them once a month and it's like Hey that's fucking not enough <laughs> Like, yeah. like they, they wouldn't be able to release any Information because they didn't Have any information and their bosses Wouldn't tell them information so it's like Hey it's mm-hmm. sorry Harrison sorry About your life right now you guys remember Harrison Remember that guy anyway uh, No People don't that's the thing He's, He disappeared Uh, For good reason, too. Uh, But anyway, uh, no. So the information is vague. But let's just assume that the winners of these tournaments will be flown out. uh, Because it starts not this weekend, but the following weekend, next Friday, it it begins. The online tournaments begin. Mm -hmm. Which is like buck wild to me. Uh, And I know, was it last week's? No, it was two weeks ago. I was talking to Francie about running online tournaments. Uh, and I specifically brought all this stuff up where I was like, hey, there's a couple things that the way that even online ranking events are run where it there's a couple tweaks that need to be made here to make it a positive experience for all of the players. Uh, because I've talked to people who have entered online tournaments, uh, like proper CPT, online tournaments, Uh, ones that you would assume have like some thought put into them and like the people behind them but a lot of the time the experience the online tournament experience is bad and as someone who runs an online tournament every week i keep these i mean these these wheels are greased i got them greased i know i can see ahead already the places where where things are gonna (laughs) get fucked up uh, specifically, I mentioned this earlier, but the West Coast region uh, hmm, includes Hawaii and Alaska and goes as far east as Texas. Uh, and the the, require, the minimum requirement for upload speed, not including ping to a selected server within the West Coast, but the only internet stringent requirement is you need to have three megabits per second uh, minimum requirement to, to join upload speed. Which, Hawaii uh, to Texas, huh?
1: Yeah, that's going to be rough.
0: We're doing that, huh? Okay.
1: That's going to be right.
0: rough. All right. Uh, the other thing that I, that I pointed out in the notes, and I know why this was included, because this is a CPT rule. Uh, but every time I see it in the online tournaments and I go, this should not be a band thing. This should be a requirement. Uh, but the grid is a banned stage
1: what
0: why? Uh huh. It's a banned stage. <laughs> uh, because if you look at CPT rules, uh
1: Oh, they want you use CPT stages.
0: Exact well, not even that. They just there's specific ones that they don't want you to use. So it's like Kinzuki Beach, uh the Flamenco Tavern, oh, yeah. Cause Vegas. Yeah, well King those ones
1: for obvious reasons, but obvious training reasons.
0: stage? Training stage is banned. Because it's banned in the CPT proper, because it's like Uh, uh, Either it's a boring stage To look at Or people say Well you can look at the squares And it's like Okay Mm. Whatever Whatever the case may be Honestly We've gone over If you listen So this is a callback To an episode That you probably didn't listen to But there was an episode With Weed A long long while ago Where we discuss Exactly why it would be a bad idea to have an online tournament have anything other than training stage, honestly, because of when the game does load in, when it loads that stage and it hitches a little bit in that loading and it does it right before a round, it introduces like a false lag, which can fuck <laughs> up a game for no fucking reason for a, for actually no reason. So if you're like if you don't have a if you don't use a stage that has like low minimum requirements for load in. So the grid being a banned stage. Here's the other thing. Is that I know? In pra- I'm sorry, I'm on a steamroll right now. I'm, I feel like I'm talking over you, but <laughs> I am. the The engines are running. This dis- this diesel engine is running, and it's hot right now. So,
1: <laughs> like the
0: other thing is that man. Oh, okay, got cool off because I don't have to. And it's like have you haven't even scratched
1: mad. the real surface of like everything that you could talk on.
0: We're fucking getting there. <laughs> We're getting there, but like. So this being a band stage, that's bad. And I know in practice that people in online CPT events have used the grid, clearly, because you fucking have to. But why not, as someone who organized the event, look at the rules with your eyes and see that that's a bad idea? Anyway, next bullet point that I think is important <laughs> uh, must be at least 16 years of age to enter. I only point that out because Chris CCH got fucked over by Red Bull a couple oh, of years ago yeah. because of that. It was a whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh just want to point that out just in case any kids out there uh, who can't buy real real American cigarettes uh, and bumming them <laughs> off your high school buddies uh, or try to enter this tournament, guess what? You can't. Because if you win, I mean, you can enter, but if you win, they'll be like, let me me see some ID, punk. And you'll be like, I ain't got no ID because I can't drive an actual car.
1: And then you give more work to people that we shouldn't be doing that to. Yeah. And yeah, the person on on the under end of that. Oh (laughs) man.
0: Could you fucking imagine? (laughs) That would, oh my God, what a night. Because the thing is, Capcom would then be like fucking roasted for it
1: yeah or specifically the
0: people who work at like Michael Martin would be roasted for it but also like
1: and then they'd be like but we had it in the rules the whole time and then it's like
0: (laughs) me me as someone who's run online tournaments no one reads the fucking rules this is just (laughs) it's just science I don't I I don't no one reads them ever reading it's fucking hard man don't do it reading is tough books are bad (laughs) don't read them be cool like me and don't read books. I'm Joe Monday. Uh, <laughs> uh, another thing that I just know people will ask about is that prior to Top 8, because I know that people who listen to this might want to enter. And I suggest that you do because could be a free trip to wherever this is. I'm assuming Vegas. I'm assuming Vegas. <laughs> wherever this, this would, is. Honestly, I don't, because they don't know, I don't know where it's going to be filmed. I assume Esports Arena in Vegas. Just Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Everything leading up to top eight is uh, best of three. uh, And then all of top eight is best of five. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, (laughs) The other thing. I also
1: want to touch on, though, these online qualifiers that we didn't talk about. Was that the final qualifiers for those? Both the West and the East (sighs) Coast qualifiers are on the same weekend as final round. I'm so confused by that, considering fine, isn't Fine Around the first stop on the CPT?
0: Uh, yep, it is the very first event <laughs> of the CPT. It has so been the first event happening? of the CPT every year for God knows how long.
1: They're stepping on their own toes, it feels like.
0: Don't, hey, Persia, don't let, it's, don't let your right hand know what the left is doing, right? Don't ever, <laughs> except in I'm this case, you're posting like it on the same fucking website. it's all right there
1: i'm just saying i just saw this awesome graphic from final round where they talked about the cbt viewership and how much it jumped year by year and so it seems like that's something they're very proud of and have the potential to do again this year and now they're i don't know what's happening they're taking away from are they going to stream final round and then stream this sfl is that do they have their own twitch channel are they starting back from scratch Oh, I have damn, so many that's questions a good question.
0: That's a good question Hey Persia, let me ask you another question <laughs> Have you heard of the SFL Japan?
1: No Exactly. The US one is the first one I heard anything about today, like maybe a couple hours before I got on the call
0: We're like a couple of weeks into SFL Japan already Did you know
1: that? <laughs> no, not because at all I, I the, mean I watch Evo Japan the, I still didn't hear anything they, about they that They were
0: off this week because of Evo Japan <laughs> Uh, so I know this because. Dang,
1: I bet you those matches are hype too.
0: Yeah, dude, it's actually really fucking awesome. Uh, and I've talked about the rules on the show um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, but for any viewers out there who this, I know for this is just for you, Persia. What you can <laughs> do, the only place, the only place that a that an English speaking person can find information on SFL Japan, you got to go to twitter.com and follow this guy called Doc Fugu. Fugu oh, Tibetan.
1: Oh, I think I know who that is. Yeah, you've
0: heard called. that name. You've seen yeah. him. It's that fish. It's that, that puffer yeah. fish. Follow that puffer fish. Uh, he's the only one that's doing any kind of translation of this event. He actually run, wow. He's been running a blog of it, so he keeps adding to it. He does a really good job of breaking down uh, what the chat is saying at the times when like cool shit happens. Uh, and just like, it's a very good breakdown and it's a very good, like pretty fully encompassing translation of the event itself. Uh, Mm -hmm. like has videos linked right in it that you can just like look at the highlights. It's all good stuff. It's all right there, but that's the only place in that uh, it's, it's one dude who lives in Japan, uh, who happens to also speak English, uh, Actually, I don't know enough about his history to know if he's like, if he's like a transplant. I don't know uh, what his life situation is. I'm going to talk to him at some point uh, later next month. Anyway, not important, is that it's one dude with about a thousand followers on Twitter who is like the only avenue for an English speaking audience. like the audience. one
1: lone creaky bridge, like a mile long creaky bridge between <laughs> two whole things. Like People are like, should we cross? I don't know. Looks a little dangerous But then you know We got that That you know Brave 1000 That made it across the bridge And they're experiencing Great content So
0: It's been going on Because it's been going on And it's actually It It makes me smile That you said That no you don't But also makes me go like How the fuck Do we not know about this (laughs)
1: I mean, to be fair, I'm also, as much as I am on, like, Twitter and stuff, I'm also very, like, oblivious to a lot of things that go on until they get to a certain point that I can't ignore them anymore, you know? There's been a ton of instances where, you know, I talk to, you know, one party, and then I talk to the next party, and then I find out for the first time ever they've had beef for years, and I'm like, how? Why? What? I mean, I'm still cool with both of you. That's none of my business, but I had no idea. Because, you know, I think it's just human nature for people to be like, oh, well, you know, this person, that person, you know, we're okay. But, you know, because of that whole thing that happened, we don't really talk. And then I'm like, what thing? You know what I mean? Like, that's just my natural reaction because I don't really – i'm so oblivious like it's bad and also and then, you
0: don't want to you don't want to get yeah, mixed in with, with other with people's dirty laundry exactly i'm like
1: doing so many other things like the, yeah. those things are least in my worries like if you've always been cool with me then you know we ain't got no beef that's it you know i make my by own decisions i should mention by my before we continue like i've
0: that. had beef with you for years that we really haven't talked about yet yeah you you're just a i think you're a black hole of fun unfortunately <laughs> No fun
1: allowed.
0: Sorry this has to come out on the show. It's a big bummer, (laughs) I know, but (laughs) No, but it's it's just fucking crazy to me that like it just seems that I don't know. I don't I I look to you because I see someone who's good at planning and I think, is this how you would have planned this?
1: No, No, definitely not. I mean, if there's anything I've learned in the things I've tried and succeeded or failed at planning during my stay in the FGC it's been make sure you have time like if you don't have time everything you do is going to be half the quality it could be if you just give yourself some time
0: yeah I mean even like look at this podcast I don't have time for it and it's shit right
1: no, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you are I, in time. I saw. You are I saw an. Av-
0: I saw an avenue for self-deprecation, and I couldn't not <laughs> take it. I couldn't not take it. It's like my. It's my pastime. It is my baseball and apple pie. Uh, is is self-deprecation, but okay. No, that's a good point though, uh, and I think yeah, that because
1: I mean, yeah. I'm the type of person where for every fifty ideas I have, I probably finish one. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like the constant cycle of thinking the idea is great, getting really excited, things aren't going to plan. I feel rushed to put something out. I put something out I don't like. I immediately lose passion and interest because what's already out there for it is not on the level that I appreciate, right? So a lot of projects fall off, which is my fault. You know, it's no one's fault but my own. Because had I, you know, been better at my time management, I would have given myself you know, the opportunity to make it how I really wanted it to be, and then right. put something out that I'm proud of, which is, which will create a positive cycle of me continuing to do it. That's why I feel like, you know, for the first time in a really long time, Exo Academy is a project that I've been wanting to do for a long time. It finally got off the ground, and I'm finally doing it in a manner that is successful for me because I've used all of these years of failure to make sure this one goes right. I'm giving myself time and, you know, I'm making sure I'm not stepping out of my means to do what I need to do, but I'm also making sure I'm not putting out something I'm not proud of because that's like the first step to just falling on my face and not finishing anything. So.
0: I think that you raised a good point there as well that I think is worth talking about is that people, might see this E X O Academy and then like me, for example, I might look, I might hop into this and see, wow, there's so much going on here. There's so many, uh, wheels being spun. So many plates are spinning right now. How is this even possible from one person to, to manage? But what, what I wouldn't be seeing is the, the hundreds of, of failed projects of the failed attempts that mm-hmm. like, of putting yourself like, I, cause that's the other thing. It's like, I know that I've had so many failed attempts, so many failed projects that like ha- half starts that just don't work mm-hmm. out for whatever reason, but you learn something, mm-hmm. uh, or even better, you get a good contact and you get in touch with someone that you can later, uh, bounce ideas off of, or, or like want to collaborate with later. I think that's that's almost my favorite part of of what you've done with XO Academy is that it truly cashes in on the power of collaboration in mm-hmm. in the FGC. It's something that my I yes. think that because it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. And this isn't on on the list of things for us to talk about, so I know this is a curveball. So if you don't have anything to really bounce off of, that's fine. But something I've been thinking about because I look at I look at metrics on like Twitch and and YouTube streaming and Facebook, and I, I see that like all of this engagement, interaction, and what the the potential of the FGC, I see it out there because it because we our numbers are beans. It's beans in comparison. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Yeah. Like if you took off the the number one, maybe not. I was gonna say if you like cut off, Team Spooky. I mean, but they're not pulling like ninja numbers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like even like something as great and as historic and as important as Team Spooky. If you were to like just cut that off from Twitch, would Twitch see like an actual like cut in revenue from that?
1: Right. Like, would like it maybe? be significant enough? Like maybe not. And that's our
0: that's our whole community, folks. Like mm-hmm. that's that's who we are. So like I, I think I, I see that potential and I I don't see an avenue forward where we don't collaborate with even outside of the FG like more uh, there's more people outside of the circles that we run because it could be so much bigger. There's so, many, yeah. there's so many more people who are not involved with fighting games than are. And I want that number to grow or even be <laughs> eclipsed by what we have. I
1: mean, it will. It's already starting to happen because here's my take on it. At I least. love how you hopeful know, you are. All of the... <laughs> well, maybe I can persuade you here then because I feel like my mindset on this is, I don't know, maybe it's something bred with just how I've come up in general. But Mm -hmm. when I look at the FGC and I look at other esports that do have more numbers and all of that, There is a huge divide in terms of spectator sport and actual competitors, right? All of these League of Legends and Overwatch, like these are leagues. These are teams that are formulated. Like these are not open tournaments. You're not going to see a a comeback story. You're not going to see, you know, the Arslan's of, you know, League of Legends come up and, you know, surprise everyone, take first place. Like, you're just not going to see that. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the same routine every time. Now people are starting to get put onto the FGCU thanks to the likes of people like Sonic Fox, very vocal. You know, he's getting a lot of mainstream attention. He's showing that we have personality that people are not going to find in these other esports because mm-hmm. those esports are not looked at the same way that fighting games are. And you can see that people forcing the FGC to be esports like that hasn't been successful all of our greatest events have been the crazy wild off the cuff you know full of personality full of like rich history about you know our whole community like that's what's drawing people in you notice more player pieces coming up you notice more you know teams and stuff highlighting more than just a player's match but getting their analysis and then getting into their minds and like showing the thought process like not everything you see in a fighting game is what's actually happening but once you sit there and you learn it you realize how much more is going into this game you build a new appreciation and we just need to get people in and start you know loving the great personalities that we have in our community for them to get hooked on watching us because Mm -hmm. the like the excitement you know the one-on-one aspect, you know watching someone's journey from in the tournament from start to finish like that's something that none of these other esports are able to bring to the table you know i don't know if you you saw like tekken evo japan like that guy's backstory oh, dude, that to how he even got there I'm is insane and then he won so it's like you know, that stuff is exclusively bound.
0: Even getting to, us. to that location to compete, like is
1: mm-hmm.
0: oof, you are like he's like on the seat of his pants the whole time. It was Yeah. And then to body the number of players that he bodied. <laughs> like not an easy way through that not an easy bracket, folks, also mm-hmm. to point exactly. out this is this isn't a Tekken podcast, but for anyone who knows about <laughs> ask ask your friend who knows about tech and about how fucking incredible it was and god damn that's a good story those personal yeah. stories I agree with you those are like re- can be really empowering and really moving in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and I think that 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 might that I agree with you would people be, will get
1: to build a stronger bond yeah. with the players in our community than they can following a team in Overwatch League because guess what? That roster is probably going to be 75% different next season. And and then what? You know what I mean? It's, it's so different. It's just, it's apples and oranges and I don't think we should like feel bad about our numbers. People just haven't been put on yet and that's our mm-hmm. job. You know what I mean? It's our job to mm-hmm. not get... Stuffed into this little esports box, and it's our job to make this great content, help build our personalities, help, you know, share and collaborate and reach out and not be afraid to reach further than you can reach. You know, I'm sending sponsorship decks to companies that I know aren't even looking at it. They're sending me rejection emails. They're like, oh, sorry, we're not interested in sponsoring your event. I'm like, well, that's how I know you didn't even look at anything because it's not an event, you know? (laughs) So it's like, but hey, you know, for every like, you know, 10 or 15 emails. I said, now maybe one of them will come back positive. Maybe it'll be the opportunity we need to get more people involved in the community. Like Mm -hmm. if you look at wrestling, WWE, they started collaborating with musicians and artists and guess what? Look at where WWE is at today.
0: Yeah. Because of these
1: collaborations and reaching outside the box, like we're there. We just need to put in the work.
0: I agree with you in some sense. I am in full agreement that us as a community <coughs> have the power to to move the scene I feel like the people involved uh, have the wherewithal uh, they have the the energy and the power to do it I'm with you mm-hmm. on that where I might disagree with you maybe not in disagreement but a a wrench I want to throw into this conversation uh, something that uh, diego brought up the other day, after this was after Evo Japan, basically making a statement about esports in general. And the main takeaway uh, from what he said was that, and this is kind of a rough translation, uh, but he says about esports problems, he said that esports is more about the fight between developers rather than the players.
1: <laughs>
0: games are changing all the time and esports players have adapt, have to adapt to that, Yeah, which is not something that existed in normal sports. And there's a degree mm-hmm. of that which you look at all of the fighting games. I personally, I look at, and here's something that I fucking hate and I try to curb this as much as possible, that anytime <laughs> any, any new game comes out, I make sure that, It is stickied at the top of our Street Fighter because I know that Street Fighter is, in terms of the fighting game community, it is, for all intents and purposes, like the largest fighting game subreddit. You can look at, you can say Dragon Ball Fighters, but that's mostly because it was overflow from actual Dragon Ball dragon ball z subreddit and it's mostly not fgc and not even like operated by people who are fgc but that's a whole other story and that's some shade that's some underhanded shade that i'm maybe shouldn't have said but anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> i make sure to to put those those games at the top of the sub and say hey congratulate here's this game here's where you can go if you want to find information on this game because it it <sighs> because it is like so it feels like we're battling because I know I know historically and like continual throughout history there will be people at least in every one of those threads someone says like uh f- smashes for babies or uh <laughs> like what's like yeah. how do people make fun of NRS games Any like whatever they say about that like clay fighter d- combat a clay co- <laughs> I don't know I don't know what people it's call it it's just it, yeah, it's just injustice. <laughs> yeah, like that that shit. The thing is, because like it's because here's the other thing is that I see so much of it that it's become white noise to me. So yeah. it's I I block it's it like out of my mind. The Marvel's
1: dead. It's like oh okay uh, whatever. No, but, like but it seriously. used to bother me and now it doesn't.
0: <laughs> it, but I'm it, immune. it happens every time. In our, it's communities fighting, but it's not actually. It's not the interest... Like, that is not interesting at all. That puts me to sleep. Mm -hmm. Puts me to Mm -hmm. fucking sleep. Show me very strong competitors going at it. Show me a good rivalry. Mm -hmm. Show Yeah, exactly. Give me a storyline. Give me something to chew on. Show me a story of someone uh, who is coming into a country where they don't speak the language, have a very hard time even finding the event, and then going through one of the hardest brackets out there.
1: Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Like I mentioned before, you know, people need to put in work and there are people putting in work, right? But it's it's one, it's not enough people and two, sometimes it's the wrong people. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like I totally agree with you. Yes, we need these rivalries. Like I feel like that's one of the greatest thing about the FGC is these rivalries that come about. But how badly did Sonic Fox and Goichi get run into the ground before everyone was tired of seeing that rivalry?
0: Cause you know the best way to build so a rivalry. So many
1: exibash- exhibitions after <laughs> <laughs> they like were talking trash to each other online. I'm like, whoa, they're playing again?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was the, the the following weekend they played. They had that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm like I'm forgetting the whole storyline, but it was the following weekend that there was a like full on exhibition between the two after they mm-hmm. met in grand finals. So it was like, like final
1: yeah. round, and then yeah. they had an exhibition, then they had like another exhibition somewhere else.
0: Uh, and then, i think like, it was you know,
1: esports arena or something like that i'm like yes, what it was is Esports going on? Arena.
0: and then they did the class and it was very bad uh but the whole point of that is that it the only people and the only things that are the only organizations who are doing like actual good content like that content that can tell a story are the people themselves it's not the developers it's not the games i'm not seeing any some of that.
1: teams are starting to to catch on to Some how important and I think Equinox does really good at doing Ooh, yeah, player they do. pieces.
0: They super do. UIU I think and, does as well.
1: Yeah, UIU does a really good job too. Like these guys are, you know, doing it right. Like that's what I picture when I mm-hmm. want people to see more about how how interesting these players are and they're doing that. And that's really, really good. And I'd love to see more of that. And, you know, in general it's like other people doing content and player pieces like red bull's done a couple of really really cool like personality pieces with their like before so-and-so was a thing they like animated stories and stuff like that and you know oh, yeah. i kind of see um yeah, you know espn kind of i was almost gonna
0: renege what you say and say well they were they were kind of done with esports writing in the fgc uh on the the red bull esports proper but no you're right because they did those really hot videos of like remember back in the day we Mm -hmm. we like drove out to it was just like a (laughs) good animated story it was very good very good content very personable story that i think is
1: i love the way mine came out like it's so perfect Mm -hmm. yeah it's very solid (laughs) and like everyone who was with me on the on that trip they're like wow this video is awesome because they saw it happen in real life
0: <laughs> yeah it's good stuff uh yeah man moving forward 2019 collaboration is the key that is that yes. our that is our way out of Get this to work y'all developer hell that everyone has put us in
1: like if you uh, don't see someone doing something you think should be out there then you should be the one out there doing it that's kind of how i like the exo academy too i'm like man why doesn't mm-hmm. something like this exist like does anyone realize how great this would be And I was like, well, let me do it then. I mean, I got lucky. I got connected to someone who really wanted to make a difference as well. And they're, you know kind of investing into it it's not a ton but it's what we need to make what's happening happen now yeah it's enough to get it off the ground and that's like more than i can ever ask for and that's why i am you know relying on the patreon because you know this is a a person of the FGC who just wants to do good in fgc and didn't know how to go about it so it's like that alone takes a ton of trust and then on top of that like you know they're just supporting a good cause and they're not trying to ask you know for a million different things out of me they just want to be able to help the women in fgc and that's like some change that i'm all for in 2019 so i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah we're getting there one step at a time don't listen to twitter folks we're 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 getting there (laughs) we're getting there uh turn that shit off Uh, okay. Unless there's anything, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap things up. I think that's, we've, we've spent enough time dwelling on the facts and I feel like if I spend any more time thinking about this, I'll just turn into a curmudgeon like I typically do. (laughs) People don't want to hear that. I mean, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to bounce off your positivity, but it's only, it's it's wearing. Yeah. You know, I try,
1: I spend a lot of my life being very negative and you know what, it didn't do anything for me. So I was like, let me at least try to be a little more positive, right? It's all about the balance, you know, where mm-hmm. there's dark, there's light, vice versa. And it's like all how you look at it, the energy you put out into the universe is what the universe is gonna give back to you. So if every day you're just thinking about how shitty everything is, well, guess what? The universe is gonna send that shit right back at you. But if you go into each day thinking about what can I do better or, you know, let's be excited about what's to come, you know, let's get passionate about what we're working on, you know, that will just, show in what you're doing instead of you know you being being constantly held back by your own negativity
0: oh persia i love you uh, <laughs> okay uh with that though is there anything with EXO academy or within your person like whatever you're doing personally uh that you want to pitch anything you're showing up at that you want to get out there
1: oh um yeah this weekend because by the, because
0: by the way folks also like you all <laughs> you're not it's not just XO Academy. You do more than just this. This is not yeah. the, the place, this is not where you come from. This isn't who you are. You're, <laughs> you're a little bit more than this. So tell me what yeah, you're up like.
1: To. You know still doing my commentary thing you guys can catch me at syncal standoff this weekend i'm going to be holding down the mics for some tekken 7 and some street fighter 5 actually so feel free to stop on by and check out the stream should be pretty hype that's this saturday and sunday um i'm also going to be interviewed by digital trends tomorrow so that's going to be cool too this will probably be out after that is out because it's in the morning but yeah that's exciting they want to talk about the academy also so more coverage for our ladies that's what i'm talking about i'm for it and um yeah you know content is going up on patreon just about every single day Mm -hmm. so please subscribe Mm -hmm. yes the schedule is on the page it's also on our twitter but it's probably easier to find it on our Patreon. It has a special post. Um, and and just thank you to all of our Patreons who have subscribed already. I think we're at 31 or 32 Patreons. We've passed the $300 a month mark, which is amazing. We are so close to actually making enough money per month to make it three girls per wave instead of two. So we're really, really close to that. We're more than halfway there. So you know, just keep on supporting. Take advantage of this awesome content. And like I'm just so grateful for everyone's support.
0: Yeah very solid That's awesome That's awesome to hear I'm happy for you uh, Before you. I let you go though I have to ask you A line of questioning It's a question that I ask <laughs> Everyone who comes on the show For the first time Because uh, I feel like It can really pull out A lot of You know Who your character might be <laughs> uh, I really can tell a lot About a person From, from these questions uh, it's, a little, it's a little fun We like to have fun here uh, But the line of questioning It goes as such uh, In any fighting game What is your favorite normal attack?
1: Normal attack. So not a special move.
0: It could be. You you know. You make your own You know, build your own bro. Show me what strokes you
1: got. So it's kinda hard to narrow it down. I mean, can can I pick one per game?
0: (laughs) No one has done that yet. We've had people give multiple (laughs) answers, but you know what, Persia, for you special, for you, you go ahead.
1: All right, so Marvel 3 Wesker's crouching medium oh, is you. godlike. <laughs> <laughs> that button has has done wonders for me. What so about I love that, that button? That move. Is, tell
0: me tell me a little bit about it. That for people button who might not know, why is it good?
1: So much amazing Oki. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could do crouch medium well. You know, I play Wesker Dante Magneto, right? So I got that beam assist on deck got a disruptor. Mm-hmm. So I could do crouching medium Into teleport with disruptor and cross the barrier time. Easy peasy, right? Mm -hmm. I can also do crouching medium. And if you don't push block, I have time to dash up and command throw you, which is one frame. So if you're not ready to jump, (laughs) then you're going to get scooped. And, um, you know, it's a low. People love to jump in Marvel. I'm always catching people on the up back. It's always great. Yep. So, you know, it's overall, you know, well around. It has great range. It, you know, sets up all my combos. It's a beautiful button. It's a great footsie button. It keeps people honest. And, uh, you know, in a game like Marvel, I, I can show some appreciation for a move like that. Um, From the utilitarian
0: <laughs> route. I can respect that. What <laughs> exactly. else you got? What else you got?
1: So Street Fighter Four, I played Yang. So his close-standing medium kick is, like... One of my favorite things to land, like if someone's trying to the Marvel button,
0: you like his, you like his Marvel button in that game, okay, all right.
1: Because seeing
0: a trend here, you know,
1: if someone's doing like if someone's trying to jump over me right in front of my face, I can just delay standing medium kick and Mm -hmm. it pops them out. I can go into ultra if I got meter. I can turn it into a mix up easily. I could just go into DP if I want to. Like, there's so many options you get off of landing standing close standing medium kick with Yang Mm -hmm. that you know. I just think it's hype, because every time I see it connect, I'm like, ooh, you know, my eyes light up, and I'm like, what am I going to mix them with right now? Mm -hmm. Like, I love that.
0: Yeah, you hit him, and it's like, got you, motherfucker! (laughs) I love
1: it. And then, for Skullgirls, I'm a peacock main. So, like, my favorite move, this is actually my favorite move in all of fighting games ever.
0: Sharpie just Um, perked up, I don't know where Sharpie is right now, but (laughs) If she was like asleep, she woke up in a cold sweat, going, "Hey, whoa! Someone said, someone mentioned (laughs) Skullgirls into a microphone. Exactly, she heard it."
1: So Peacock's level three is, like, the dopest level three I've ever seen in my life. She can only get it off of a throw, and she basically calls all her homies. She puts you in the bag. She calls all the homies to come beat that ass, and then she walks away, takes a couple puffs of her cigar while George is just beating you up, and then she she just blows up everybody, and that's it. Like, she's such a G. Like, if I was a fighting game character, I think... I would be Peacock, actually. She might be my spirit animal. Like, her her moveset, everything about her, she's so funny, and she's so, like, savage, and, like, she's so annoying, and, like, she has everything I could almost want in a character.
0: I'm for it. I'm for it. So,
1: you know, I love her. So, yeah, that's why I was like, well, if it's a normal attack, I know a level three is, like, a special, it's, like, a super, but, you know, that one's definitely up there in my favorite moves of all time.
0: You have to talk about it, and that's fine. all will <laughs> Let me ask you a second question though, because this is part two. That was part one. There's part two to this question. Part two, what is your favorite combo in any fighting game?
1: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do the same the same thing as the normals, okay, because I feel like a lot of different games somehow you can I'm appreciate their combo system for different reasons, right? So Go ahead like in um marvel i mean i don't know if anyone's even tried any of iron fist combos but those are some of the funnest (laughs) combos you can ever do
0: you're you're so right but they're so impractical because you typically only (laughs) hit people out of the air or they get air juggled almost immediately and almost all of his hottest combos require them to be grounded
1: yeah that's true
0: so it's like but
1: they're still super fun to do i'm
0: with i'm with you i'm 100 behind you it makes but me really
1: sad that that character so, wasn't as viable because so i would have used him
0: they're so impractical <laughs> i'm for you trust me i learned them and then i went why the fuck do i know this shit this is i don't know uh, no one should know this character this is terrible uh <laughs> Justin tried
1: but you know it's all good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's see in Street Fighter Four.
0: And then he switched to Wolverine.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) good choice, good choice. Mm -hmm. Um, so Street Fighter Four, the evil Ryu Sako combos were like super hype because it's like, you know, anybody who's tried to do those combos, those combos are hard, and Mm -hmm. you know they're called Sako combos for a reason. So he's the only (laughs) one that
0: did them in twenty with any amount of consistency.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it great. For him.
0: That one paid the bills. Um,
1: so much damage. Sometimes, you know, aggravating amounts of damage. But but it, but it's cool. And I can like definitely respect uh execution. You mm. know, good execution is hype. Um because that's where you really unlock all the best parts of a game is when your execution is top yeah. notch. So yeah. um and then for Skullgirls, um, Peacock has this big bomb called Lenny <laughs> and um, I use Peacock and Big Bend and when I started playing Skullgirls it was right after they had a huge patch and I went to one of my locals in New York, and, you know, I just started learning the game. I was just, like, in training mode. Everything I used in tournament was things I just learned in training mode on my own. Like, I hadn't really learned anything yet. Mm -hmm. And so, apparently, in this new patch, you could do... You could throw down Lenny, DHC, into Big Ben, in which he kind of has, like, a... You know, like a bionic arm-esque thing, but he's like, you know, he just charges forward, right? So, throw down Lenny, DHC, and then he charges forward with his, you know, super, and then he has a move where he hits the ground, and it pops you up off the ground, right? So, he hits the ground, pops you up, and then Lenny blows up, and blows you up into mid-screen, and then you air-to-air finish the combo with Big Ben. So... I did this in tournament because there's just something that I found in training mode and I started using it. The second I did it, everybody in the whole venue lost their shit. They were like, oh my God,
0: what? First time they that saw it. I love totally
1: it. Right. Yeah, because it was just after a new patch and like I guess it didn't work in the patch before. So I was like super feeling myself. I was like, oh shit, people are saying there's Persia Tech out there. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm all hype Ooh, about it. When you and get tech then named people. After you, that's
0: gotta be, yeah. That's gotta <laughs> be was a good feeling.
1: Great. But, like, the better part was that everyone saw it. And then, of course, they hit the lab and they optimized it. So, the optimized combo off of that setup is actually super hype. And that's like my favorite combo. (laughs) <laughs> I'm for do it. I'm for in, it i can girls, respect so. it. All
0: right. Good answers. Good answers across the board. Do you have anything else that you want to – any other combos? Are you sure? You're sure you're out of
1: them? <laughs> I, think, I think I'm satisfied with okay, them. Okay. I think – all right. That's
0: that's <laughs> good enough for me. I just started me, learning
1: Tekken, so maybe in a couple of months I might have some new additions <laughs> okay. to these, but we'll see. All
0: right. I'll allow it only if you can tell me the names as they are listed in the <laughs> – in the, the, the command list But only only if uh, Alright well in any case Persia thank you so much for your time uh, yeah. and th- It's been a pleasure To have you on the show um, And I am wishing you the best With everything you have going on at Exo Academy uh, but Before you. I let you go Where can people find you On the internet Last chance Get it all well, out there
1: <laughs> all right well if you guys want to find out more about me persia you can go to my website at persia games you can also find me on twitter and instagram at persia underscore xo and you can also find me on twitch at persia underscore xo boom
0: what about <laughs> anything else where people can find what persia does on the internet if
1: you want to support xo academy that's what then I you can here. follow <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on twitter that's our main um like social source mm-hmm. so twitter is xo academy fgc you can subscribe to our patreon and get access to our weekly content at patreon.com slash xo academy and you can also pick up an awesome XOT at nexthitwins.com we also have stickers available free shipping if you guys want to get something on the smaller side but still want to represent and um, yeah follow us
0: yeah I'm for it and everyone should go ahead and uh, go and do that right now uh, alright folks that's <laughs> a show again you can find me at Super joe Monday on twitter.com or at Reddit SF, the account for our street fighter if you just hop on our street fighter you find me joe underscore monday that's a show, folks. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Don't forget about the tournaments we have going on Mondays on the East Coast, Fridays on the West Coast. We'll probably have to change our schedule for the, ne- the following Friday because SFL? Question mark? Don't know what we're going to do because this is literally heard the news today. Uh, so we'll see. Until next time, though, folks, you can catch us every Thursday for another edition of RSF Radio. But until then, folks, take care.